0: Welcome to Accounting High. Be who you are in how you run your business, or you're going to call people in that you don't even want to work with or that don't appreciate you. So I try to make sure that I am still loving what I'm doing and I'm not irrelevant. Mm -hmm. It's exhausting. You just got to put your head down and do what you do well and really hope for the best, right? There's always somebody who's going to be more innovative, better, faster, smarter, and in my case, taller than you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember server systems with tech allowances. FinTech vendors with some cloud outfits, but now low coding this Computer science for accountants. In fact, I'm remoting in. New tools, paperless, asynchronous for data analysts. APIs to find all your SaaS apps connected. Cloud computing plugins for your implementation. Automate technology to leverage the meta. Disrupt your desktop, then break it down. We sharing metrics. AI to the GPT to the AI disrupt. Bitcoin, Ethereum, and crypto agents disrupt Time to tweak your tech team and make some changes disrupt If my staff quit, I still have automation disrupt Last episode just went viral Let's go, it's gonna make your head spiral Scareno, Casey, Sunshine, Accounting High Show The lab is ready, it's tech time, yo Glitch, it's tech time Disrupt It's tech time Disrupt It's tech time at accounting High It's tech time! Disrupt! It's tech time! Disrupt! It's tech time! Disrupt! It's tech time at accounting High It's tech time! Disrupt! It's tech time the star of our show Scott Scarano and Kelly Parks we're gonna have a problem here live in person we have the sassy accounting coach
0: yes I also have a bookkeeping business
1: what do you call the bookkeeping business calm
0: waters cloud accounting
1: that's right yeah and I had that on my other notes but we're gonna go noteless here I'm shoeless right now, and no, listen, I'm not usually shoeless. I usually have...
0: Hold on. Looking under the table. Well, I have... No, you're not shoeless. You're wearing sandals. There is a bar here called the Barefoot Bar, so you could go shoeless maybe in there. Should we tell people where we are?
1: We are in beautiful, sunny San Diego. Paradise Points.
0: Private Island, Paradise Point.
1: Private Paradise Points. There's the three Ps right there. Right.
0: There's your three Ps. Yeah,
1: would be proud. Proud another P. right? Oh man, I once I get started, I don't stop. So let's not, let's stop right now. We are, yeah. I mean, what do you think of this pal- palace, the paradise Beautiful. palace?
0: I have a uh, lagoon room, Ooh. and so that is very nice. There are the big water views. I don't think it's an ocean or a sea, I think it's a bay, mm-hmm. and I'm just overjoyed at seeing all of these forward thinking accounting professionals in an industry fraught with inertia and money
1: Mm -hmm. it's money
0: and inertia Mm -hmm. yeah no it's been great so far and we haven't even started the event
1: i know kelly parks the sassy accounting coach and it took me months to see the two a's and sassy i just thought you called yourself sassy
0: no it's brilliant right kind of it kind of sucks for seo
1: you are you are a little sassy though
0: i am a little sassy but i really i worked hard on that double a thing and it is lost on pretty much everybody
1: well, I now don't, I, don't I did know.
0: buy every version of the domain on how to spell sassy. Okay. Right. So c because .ca, I'm Canadian. Mm-hmm. com S-A-A-S-Y, s a a s y s a s s y
1: yeah okay all right. I did them all. I did double do... a and double s. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. How about i e?
0: I did not buy i e. Given that I spell my name K e l l i e. I did not, and I didn't even go down that road because. S A A S Y is bad enough. Adding in an I E is just going nowhere. Yeah, well, would have been fun.
1: Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, maybe you should have capitalized, or did do you capitalize the second S? Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Not.
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any difference in a website URL or in an email.
1: Look, this but is the kind of Sometimes stuff I, I do for it. fun. I love it. This is the kind of stuff I do all the time. Like I try to make up cool names and puns, and nobody gets it. Nobody gets it the first time around, second time around, and they're finally like, oh, wow, that's what that means. Yeah. I have to over-explain.
0: Actually, and on that note, because I come from a marketing background, so I just recommended this to somebody the other day. They were trying to decide on a company name, and I said, uh, 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 not now. You don't decide on your company name until you spell it out in a URL.
1: Mm. All right Because so, it can go really south. So, Kelly, tell me you have an accounting firm? So,
0: I have a bookkeeping firm.
1: A booking firm. I mean, that's accounting. Like, bookkeeping Oh, I do lots of
0: accounting, but I am not an accountant. I'm Talk very to... clear on
1: that. Okay, you're not an accountant. So that's why accounting? Why are you in the space if you're not an accountant?
0: I am a certified bookkeeper. We do actually have a governing body in you're Canada. You're
1: an accountant. No, certified actually, an I could accountant.
0: have this discussion all day long. What I am is a, not lifelong, that would be an exaggeration, but 35 years deep on owning my own businesses. Wow. So I am a long time business owner, maybe even a little longer. And the last one was that was not in the accounting space was marketing and branding. Interesting. And then we've had a few businesses along the way. My husband has a fly fishing guiding company. And then oh, we've had we've had a few adventures. But the marketing and branding business. That's
1: where your heart is?
0: No, I you know what? And you and I are going to talk about cycling out of something that maybe you your heart isn't in it and you're no longer mm-hmm. innovating and changing yes. the industry. Yes. So that was an interesting industry because over 25 years ago, we disrupted. It became a digitally-based business mm-hmm. industry long before any anything else, starting with PDF, right? Starting with FTP sites. All of that stuff changed our industry, and it was ugly. And to put it mildly, the printing business... In particular, that aspect, and the swag business, that aspect about branding and marketing was fraught with money and inertia. But the change was was coming, and it was the same as it, it was in the accounting industry, especially, let's say, 2012-13. It was ugly because the tech came in, and it wasn't fully developed. And, you know, those of us at the beginning of it put up with all kinds of stuff, FTP sites going down when you were no longer using couriers on cycles to get files approved i did securities commission work so i was really in the weeds of compliance work in the branding and marketing business yes yeah.
1: so my parents have owned their own business since i was a young child and my mom was in marketing really? real early real early days she was using i mean before internet she was doing things for different people locally up yeah. in new york and then she was on bulletin boards and then she was on, all I remember is Prodigy, but I know that there was, there was things she was doing on the bulletin boards that, and so, you know, that's kind of why my head has always been in tech because of my mom and that whole branding thing. I don't, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you hear about me and branding and my thoughts on that. So that's why it's really cool because there's a lot of parallels between My mother and Kelly. I think you're younger than my mother, but...
0: Maybe not by much, which is what we're going to talk about later, too.
1: And I'll just throw this out there. My mom started another little... She's always had side businesses my whole life, so I feel like this podcast is kind of just like taking over her footsteps. She had something called Kid Bag, Brand Express. I don't want to lay them all out there. DS Design, like all kinds of branding stuff, tangentially next to my dad's accounting, since I'm the son of a CPA. Right. He was a public... Accountant and then moved over and now he has an accounting software business. Oh um, he does. Yeah. So that's it's for nonprofits as well. Oh. This isn't about that. But my head and my heart has been there. So what I find interesting is small business owner that gets into accounting, is it because you have a greater appreciation for bookkeeping accounting because you owned your own business?
0: So there. I am very Actually, on some of my, I could see the docket bags when I was coming in for a press approval. And on the docket bags, it would say, customer is very nitpicky. I'd be like, okay, cool. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm nitpicky. But I'm doing annual reports for securities, commissions led. I was in the insurance and banking sector for the most part. And also products, mutual fund companies. And so picky is fine. Nitpicky is totally fine when you're in that industry. And I job-costed everything to death. Like to death. So not having my books done in the moment the way that I wanted them to and dealing with spreadsheets all over the place was not really working for me.
1: So some people can't help but be an accountant or be a bookkeeper. Well,
0: and I so here's here's the stuff. I suck at math, but there's an app for that. I don't actually have to do any math. You should have seen me just trying to work out the tip down there. And then I realized it wasn't going to be five bucks. And I have a five dollar minimum tipping rule because I don't care how much the meal is. There's got to be a minimum for somebody to bring it to your table. Okay. I come from mandatory a restaurant minimums, mandatory minimums. Okay. They so they do
1: that in prisons and they do that on tips now too. I yeah.
0: do it on tips. Yeah. Yes. It's cause it's the only way I'm going to heaven. Not that any of my friends will be there. So I could not have too much going on in the rear view mm-hmm. for job costing and big projects. I needed to know what the next, cause I had the same customers over and over for years. I needed to know what the next project was going to look like because we did not charge by the hour, certainly in that business. And so I was doing the books. I was doing job costing on spreadsheets and then really realized how much I enjoyed because it's the same. It's project management, right? It's all project management. So then I realized how much I actually love doing that. And then an accountant kind of took me under his wing and showed me QuickBooks Desktop. I was. I've been on FreshBooks since 2009 because I was doing all my invoicing through FreshBooks, but I was not pulling together the rest of the things the way that I could have. So he put me on QuickBooks. But I was already remote because of the industry that I was in. I was coming home for press approvals, and we also did bindery approvals, all kinds of stuff. We did fulfillment work. I needed to supervise some of that, but I was already working from all over the place by 2009. So I was hosting QuickBooks desktop. I can't remember what year that started on Dropbox. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: On Dropbox.
0: Yeah. So I was remote cloud accounting. I can't remember what year I started. My girlfriend who was also in Florida in the winters, she's like, I'm like, oh man, I I got a remote in on Splashtop at the time I was using TeamViewer just to print some checks She was like, no, you don't. No, you do not. And that was the end of that. She said, you're going to host. And I didn't get it. I'm like, what do you mean I'm going to host QuickBooks desktop on Dropbox. She says, it's your virtual C drive. I said, what's a virtual C drive? And she says, oh, let me show you. And it was magic. Yeah. It was magic.
1: I skipped over the hosted part. I would always just do the backups back in early days. But yeah, well, team I got it was the first one we used too. That's what we would do. Either team viewer or we just, you know, restored a backup.
0: Yeah. Well, except you can restore the wrong backup.
1: You can. Yes. Not There's that I've ever of... done
0: that. No, never. Oof.
1: Yeah. I, and... I have PTSD or BT at backup traumatic disorder like that's a part of my life I don't want to go back to that's why we don't take on clients on QuickBooks desktop anymore yeah yep oh those were the days right when when life was simpler
0: so then I moved into accounting just because uh, it worked the way my brain worked but I think where I bring the value to a lot of my clients and if any of them are listening you can tell me if I'm bringing you value although I do an annual re-engagement survey I do one at three months when I bring a client on one at six months and then annual re-engagements survey so they can tell me what they think Cool. yeah and so is that I have been a longtime business owner so yes I am a bookkeeper I'm not an accountant I don't even do my own taxes I have one tax client that has a simple uh it's called a t1 in Canada I do one personal tax return a year and every single year that client does not pay me and complains about the job that I did
1: isn't that how it is yeah it's my like, son it's just
0: <laughs> he won't well, go away the people that him.
1: pay the least are the ones that complain, but then it's also the people that are closest to you that take you for granted.
0: He doesn't take me for granted, but I'll tell you what, the complaint is the same every year. But he, uh, the reason that he does not like the way that I do his tax return not doesn't dislike it enough to move on because, of course, the change itself has to be harder than the reason to change.
1: Mm. Right?
0: Yeah. I got my serenity prayer bracelet on as well. So I self-report serves part-time. I self-report his tips. And he does do some casual labor and so I self-report that.
1: Oh, all right. Nice. Yeah, I'm
0: a little compliance driven. So he's not happy. So he has to pay out.
1: You sound like an accountant.
0: Back to the sure. why I don't call myself an accountant. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: have the utmost of respect for people who actually dug in and finished either their CPA or down here in the States, their EA. I just simply didn't. I could. I could. I'm fairly bright, but I took phys ed science at university, which I didn't manage to finish. Mostly I got more than enough credits, just not the right ones. So I guess that's stupid. Too many science credits, not enough liberal arts for a science degree. Figure that one out. They didn't, we didn't have online things. I went to school in early eighties, university, but we, I guess I could have gone back once I realized how much I loved this industry, but I didn't. And so there's some inertia. I just didn't. So I need to draw that line because I have respect for people who did slog their way through.
1: I don't think any of them are raising their fist listening to this saying, you said the word accountant and you're not one, but I get it. I get where your head's at. And I I have a lot of respect for that too, but to a large degree, it eroded on me. I'm not a CPA. I'm the son of a CPA. But (laughs) I never really corrected people after a while because every time you correct them, saying my CPA is doing this and they're referring to me, no, I'm an EA. And then the next conversation, oh yeah, my CPA. No, yeah, it, it gets tiresome. So yeah, so I just kind of let it go, and and now this is a constant debate on was the relevancy of the license anymore in the industry. And right. I don't think we're gonna have that conversation today, but that's a conversation that's been had sure. a lot because I've seen
0: it around.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're in the middle of a sea change. I think we're in the middle of a big shift, and let's hope it's well. It's already started for sure. sure.
0: It's well underway.
1: You've leaned in to the tech the tech stacks, the automations, Mm -hmm. you're an advocate for that. Mm -hmm. Yet a lot of your generation hangs on for dear life Mm -hmm. to the old Mm -hmm. and the traditional way of doing things. And Mm -hmm. I get it. I really do get why they don't want to change. And it's exhaustion. It is not just inertia. Part of it's inertia. People that are young, I think it's inertia. And I'm not talking about age. I think it's experience and what you've been through at a certain point, you've already been through change Uh too many times and you're on the last leg of the race. You don't want to go all the way back and start over. I mean, sometimes that's what it feels like. And it's like, I've been doing this for so long. I don't want to learn something new. I say that now and I've been seeking the change. I dive straight at it. I dive in head first. And then now lately, at least, I don't know if I'm lazy or I have inertia But I don't want to deal with something new or learn something new. Right. I'm learning a notion now and I'm in over my head.
0: So I have a tagline and I've registered it. And so my tagline is change is hard. Not changing will be harder. And so if you, again, the reason to change has to be more painful than the change itself. But not to continue to steal from AA. But but what's
1: interesting is... Who's AA? Oh,
0: Alcoholics Anonymous.
1: Oh, is that what they... So it's weird because I I said something about actually
0: I'm not sure if that's an AA thing the Serenity Prayer is but it is a it is a rehab thing.
1: Yeah, it's so there, there's another conversation I can definitely <laughs> dive into too, but we're I'm <laughs> not ready to go there yet. The, I said this during a presentation I had on change, and I'm I'm speaking on firsthand because I've been through a lot of it, but I said the pain of the present has to be greater than the pain of change.
0: Yes, yeah, so same same yours maybe sounds a little more eloquent eloquent, <laughs> the yeah. reason for change has to be more painful than the change itself will be.
1: Right. Yes,
0: right. 100%. So if, let's say you're, you're going to cycle out of the accounting industry or you don't like it anymore or whatever, or your business is running, your accounting practice, bookkeeping practice, controller practice, whatever, CFO is humming along pretty well. You, you have to be highly motivated to change that because if, if you're playing the game somewhat right, we're not broke right. in this industry just like you say. So, but for, and back to Kelly, because it's almost always about Kelly. What I had was working. What I love is change. And what I really love is fun change. So although moving online, there was definitely, and moving into the digital world in marketing and print in particular, was not pretty, not seamless. It was kind of fun. I have an affinity for technology. Even when I was back in university, what's that? 82, 83, 84, yada, yada, yada. We had computers in the basement and I am taking bio I was
1: born in the middle of those years.
0: Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? I'm not a spring chicken. I did my 60th birthday road trip this winter. but yeah, I, And I own great. that because I have some friends who did not make it and uh, it's still stinking fun to be me. So yeah, I didn't mean be. that in a bragging way. But at any rate, back to where I was going with that, so I'm taking biomechanics and phys ed science, kinesiology the program is now, and most of what we were interested in was the actual physical human being, especially since I worked with athletes, so I was very interested in some of those physical human beings. (laughs) So at any rate, we were being pushed into computers for biomechanics specifically, and It was so cool what you could see happening with biomechanics. But we're stuck in the basement of the university trying to start a computer on DOS. And it is mind-blowingly difficult because you got to remember all of these specific lines of code to literally start a computer. A lot of commands. Oh, dog. But the end result of what happened when you could see the biomechanical motions laid out actually making the jiggy-jaggies on the printer paper that's Mm -hmm. spitting out on the feeds. Mm -hmm. It was magic. And I think those were the moments when I went, I, I love technology, which is weird because I don't have an affinity for TV. I'm completely culturally stunted. Not Netflix, not any of those things. But when it comes to music or it comes to smart homing my house, or it comes to technology of any kind, I'm all in. Because early on, I learned the magic of what can happen if you get through the pain of it.
1: You're an active participant, and TV is very passive. But everything you said oh, is, interesting. is an active, you're playing an active role in the tech. You had to memorize them, you had to enter it in. So you're taking action and not.
0: That's so cool, Scott. Nobody's ever said that to me before. And I think that's 100% what it is. Anyways, we don't need to talk about that. But
1: sometimes I surprise myself too. Yeah. That's yeah. really good insight.
0: <laughs> not I mean, I think the people who are change resistant a lot I mean, a lot of people are change resistant or they have trouble with what's called transition, have not experienced the fun of some change as well. So not only are yeah. they do are they experience inertia because of whatever success they're having, they're not they haven't had a chance to see the magic of the fun of it.
1: Well, also, money is part of that role there. Mm-hmm. And if the money runs out, then the pain of the present gets higher, and people 100%. will change once they start seeing people leaving. Yes. Clients leaving. Yeah. Employees leaving. Or no,
0: no, no pipeline filling up.
1: Or they can't sell their business because they right. haven't. They can't changed sell it. their business.
0: Yeah. Yep. Because selling a cloud-based business right now is. is- it's
1: hotter than. So what's hotter than a million dollar cloud firm with low churn. There I go again, talking about myself and. Yep, yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. So, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to segue here a little. Of course I am. That's not going off topic. It's segueing. We are renovating a hundred year old cabin that probably should not have been saved. Should we have taken it down and built a new house? Probably. I'm sure a lot of accounting firms wonder that when it comes to digital transformation. And some of them have done just that, right? They, they built an arm. That is not the traditional part. They can keep that run and then innovate on the side, if you will. So not a bad idea, right? But should we have taken it down? Yeah, probably. But have we had, had success building it up and transforming it? Yep. And we just finished some of the fun stuff. So we had to save the foundation and there wasn't a foundation. All kinds of things. But then we got to do the floors in the kitchen.
1: Well, this is not Be- video, but if you take a look at that, pole right there right we're looking at a dead log a, yeah but it's just a dead log and it's not really holding anything up but it's this is is basically holding up the um i guess the whatever you call this pergola. Pergola. we're sitting or, under
0: a pergola in the sun
1: a pergola in the sun and the bottom of the pole yeah. is rotted through yeah i've been looking at that and that's like what i'm fixated on i usually i don't know if that's a metaphor for something else but i I pay attention to the broken things and the things that need fixing. And so if
0: they replace that pole, so you've got an accounting firm, it's got old tech. You're not going to replace that pole anymore with that kind of pole. You're probably going to replace that pole, which is wood because nobody can see it but you and I, that wood pole with a composite material. Yeah. So, boy, did we go off track.
1: No, I think we're there. The, that This is the right metaphor for, you know, the cabin and... This poll right here, it's the metaphor for the industry, right? So it takes time and it takes patience Yes. to change things. And pain. So, a lot of pain. Massy yeah, in the middle. The pain of the change is sometimes less great than or lesser than the pain of the present. <laughs> and sometimes the present is just good enough. Yeah. Right? And it's just good enough and it's paying the bills and we're making enough money. Everything's on the tracks. Yeah. Now You might be on a different track or an entirely different vehicle. Right. But it's still moving forward. Well, it's kind of moving in a circle, right? It's a hamster wheel for some people. They're not moving forward. They're just moving.
0: They're just moving. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to come back to the fun factor, though. And I wrote a blog on it. And that is that fun is underrated because I went off on a tangent on stream decks a couple of months ago Mm -hmm. and I implemented a stream deck mostly for fun. Because I could do all the things a stream deck does without a stream deck, except that it's stinking fun. It was fun to build out my stuff in the stream deck. It's fun to push a little button and like 12 things open and then those 12 things do things. And I'm just doing it on a button. Again, this is not visual. You can't see me, but I'm pushing an imaginary button on the table right now. I think now. They can hear you. I don't need it's to say it too, it's but still, it's it's the, it's I've still, got buttons. It's fun. So Scott's going to push a about. button. So it's... See how fun pushing a button is? Yeah,
1: I know. Look at that. And I
0: could do hotkeys. I could do all kinds of things. But I wanted...
1: Yeah, I've got a stream deck right here, but I'm just streaming music into artists. Yeah.
0: So I wanted that stream deck, not just because of the functionality it was going to provide me, but because it was just fun. And so a lot of this tech is actually just... It's magically fun. They're magically (laughs) delicious. And so I think the fun factor in implementing tech is underrated. Way underrated. So yes, there's some pain in implementing it, or there's some really, oh, man, you know. So when I was first on Zapier, (laughs) it's, it's like a drug, right? So I'm on Zapier. And I decided I wanted to make sure that I zapped all of my contacts into QuickBooks Online. So I created a Zap, which Zapier let me do. And at no point did it say, you know, there's a natural integration here, Kelly. (laughs) And the natural integration works well. There's another program. I use a program called 17 Hats. And 17 Hats is Zapier enabled. It's also on Zapier. It does not have a great, as do a lot of the one-way syncs with QuickBooks Online, does not have a great integration. So it ships a contact over from 17 Hats with the contact, first and last name, in the first name field in QuickBooks and nothing else. Doesn't matter how much information you put in. It only ships that over. Acuity ships over all the information, phone number, email, address, notes, whatever you want.
1: Acuity scheduling, not not Acuity CFOs.
0: Not Matthew May. So the thing with tech is, you also have to pay attention. You need to look at how the full integration looks. So I say that a lot. you, you got to make sure what's the best way to do this. So 17 hats, zap the contact information over. Acuity ships it over beautifully. But then I need them to all marry up into all other kinds of places. So they all ship into a shared spreadsheet and yada, yada, yada. So to me, that technology is magic. I have a single source of truth that is outside of regular higher whatever you want to call it cloud tech although i use google sheets so it's shipping into a google sheet which is cloud and
1: it is it's yeah. like
0: magic was it a little bit painful to build yeah for sure
1: it always is do
0: i even know anymore how i built it no but
1: i every you time learned I... for the first time right and you did it
0: oh yeah no i did it yeah. but what i'm saying is it's so magical that i actually don't really know all of the steps since i could go look at my zap i could see what happened there For sure, but I don't need to because it's just doing all this stuff in the background. And that's fun. And I think that that's what people are missing is, yes, there's some upfront work, but then it's just magical fun happening in the background doing all the grunt work. But here's – now, I'll tell you, I know some some older people and they feel validated by doing the grunt work. So I know some people who do reply all emails to make a decision. Instead of creating a super quick form where everybody can just put their decision in and drop it into. And the reason that they do that, it's like, oh, I can control it. I can look at it. And then at the end of the day, I finally said to this person, I said, no, it means you can do something. You're feeling validated by doing
1: that. I want to steer us back into the right spot of the conversation. So what good luck, what interests me is the shift, the change in guard. Yes. And. The shift in mindset and the mindset that you have, I understand it now. I understand why you are the way you are. I think you enjoy life. You seize the moment and you want to play an active part in your life. So let's speak on the generational. So let's go back to boomers have a a rough go at it, right? They're having a rough go at it right now from the youngers. The youngers are like throwing rocks at their windows and egging their houses and, and making fun of their, you know. Yeah. Boomer. Like, my mom started a little CBD business and she called it Boomer Buds.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. And then she changed the name immediately because, (laughs) because she got, she already caught it. Like, she caught the wind of it. Like, this is not as cool as I thought it was. So now she calls it Boho Botanicals.
0: Oh, I like it. She
1: still went with the bees, but just flipped it a little bit. Where do I get it from? Right. So there, there you go. You either can own that, that you're different, but you've probably to a degree always been different in yes. a way than your generation. Maybe you even saw more similarities in an older generation when you were younger and now you see more similarities in the younger generation when you're older. Is that right? Or no, um,
0: no, not really. Uh, I, I, I associate across all age groups. Okay. I'm equal opportunity age group.
1: So age is a mindset. Age is a number yes, it is. in your mind, but generational stereotypes. Yep are very much, most stereotypes are true. That's why they're stereotypes. That's why they're stereotypes, yeah. So, and I've already stated, I get why that generation is like that. It's the era that they grew up in. It's the constant need for change right now, and they're exhausted. Yep. So you, for one, are not exhausted with it, but you have fun with it. Not a lot of people have as much fun with the things that we may have fun with. Right. You know, not a lot of people even want to take the time to figure it out. And that goes across generations too. A lot of my team is younger and they don't want to automate stuff for fear that that takes too long. I can just get it done quicker. Right. It's the same reason people don't delegate work. Right. Because I'll just get it done. It's going to take me too long to train somebody. It's like training a machine to do it for you. Training a person or training a machine. So there's some people that just aren't good at delegating. And I think a lot of accountants are that way.
0: Sure. I mean, we control numbers and then we try to control everything else around us.
1: Yeah. And a lot of us, you know, grow up as professionals, especially the ones with the license that we shall not say account. Well, they are accountants in, your, in our vocabulary, like we've already established. But, but let's, let's go
0: back to this generational thing. Yeah. So there is something to the boomer thing because it does add up and add up and add up. And by the time you're 60 or 70, you're tired. I mean, you're going to bed at nine. All of these I'm things. I'm
1: trying to go to bed at 9, and I'm only 38.
0: I'm trying not to go to bed at 9. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm really pushing my bedtime earlier, but that's not working so well.
0: So, by the way, I stayed up till almost 11 last night, three hours behind my time zone. I was pretty Ooh.
1: proud of myself. Yeah.
0: So, there is there is some truth to it, and there is the truth to the way that we were raised and the things that we were raised with, but I think what I can't stand is when you see something like what Blake Oliver saw which is what started this whole conversation with you and i is that he had such a typical boomer in particular an older white male republican leaning type boomer this guy had it all going on and was completely insulted that blake needed a reason for a meeting
1: right i remember that conversation yeah Yeah. so
0: so that exists but it's not just a boomer thing it's not. And, and some people are never willing to turn out of an industry when they should. And this is what you and I were talking about before the podcast, is that some people are no longer iterating, no longer moving the industry forward, yet they're taking up space at a table that they could make room for somebody else. And that somebody else doesn't need to be younger. Right. That somebody else just needs to be somebody willing to take up the gauntlet now. And there are always somebody that's
1: belly is not full.
0: Maybe that's a good way to put it. But somebody that's hungry, one that's hungry, or willing to have fun, or willing to bring others along for the ride. You know, there's a lot of great people in our industry that don't take their knowledge and then hoard it to run their business better than anybody else's business. I think our industry is an amazing. And I, somebody tweeted today, nobody will ever, whatever, promote your success, enjoy your success, yada, yada, yada. And I retweeted. And I said, not in the accounting industry. If you're part of tax Twitter, you want everybody to come along for the ride. I didn't say it like that. But I, I love our industry for the fact that the knowledge sharing and the lifting each other up and the bringing each other along for the ride or the dragging some of our friends along for the ride mm-hmm. until they get to the fun spot that we're at. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: The water's fine. Come on in, boys. The water is fine.
0: The water's fine. So there's a guy in Canada, Kyle Turiff. He is with RBL Digital. And they are transforming not only their clients' accounting and doing their books. They are doing what I do way smaller scale, transforming their clients' businesses in terms of low code, no code, whatever you want to call it, some code, all the code, basically back-officing, automating it. And so Chad at LiveCA is doing the same thing. So Kyle puts out a note the other day about this iteration of something that he's doing. He and Chad are doing the same thing. They're doing it in a different way, and they have slightly different markets. But theoretically, could they be competitors? Maybe. Did they care? No. Chad stepped right in with a, a suggestion to make Kyle's automation more robust. That's where our industry is going.
1: Well, and that's where the tech is taking us. The comms, all right? So we go from competitors to community. Yes. We shift our mindset yeah. and everybody's better together.
0: But you look at Jason stats. Yeah. I mean, he wants to bring everybody along for the ride. Is he? Is he younger and innovating? Yes. But do I think he would still be doing that if he was older? Yes. For oh, yeah. sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, like he said, he was alone in his garage doing this stuff. And now he's just sharing it with the world.
0: Yeah. So there is definitely the boomers do exist. And are some of them partners at the big four? That was not a rhetorical question.
1: So are some of the partners? No, at the big some four? of them
0: partners at the big four. Oh,
1: are some of them partners? At, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: But are there innovators in our space no matter what age they are? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's like you said with the hoarding. People that used to have that mindset of they're my competitor. I got to keep this to myself. I don't need to share this. I don't. Mm -hmm. Versus everybody sharing their knowledge and sharing what they learned to build everybody else up, make everybody better because then everybody wins. That's something that I didn't grow up with. I didn't hear that a lot growing up. I'm sure there was people like that, but Mm -hmm. that's a a mindset shift for the world since. And I think it's primarily due to our connectedness now, social Mm -hmm. media. So, you know, we're, we're very much connected. And I think that's how we're connected right now. I mean, how did you find out about this podcast?
0: Probably tax Twitter. But, you know, there's such a thing as calling things into your universe, too, socially. So are we calling up those people that we think alike? Probably. I had quite a conversation with a boomer accountant who, and he didn't necessarily say it in a nice way, felt that accountants subjugated bookkeepers. And he didn't. He, I mean, he wasn't saying I subjugate bookkeepers, but Define it was like,
1: subjugate. I don't even know what it means.
0: Uh, they are lower on the food Some
1: chain yeah, okay.
0: and they should probably do things the way I want them to do them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not what he said. And then we got into a mighty conversation and I said, well, he, I said, not the accountants I know. And then he said, well, how can you blah, 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 blah. And he says, that's kind of the industry way. And I said, you are calling the wrong people into your world. 100 percent calling on the wrong people into your world so that is not my experience at all and i am the bookkeeper that you are saying is likely subjugated oh wow yeah it was a really interesting conversation
1: yeah it's kind of um people will surprise you mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. don't ever judge books by their cover and i think no. that's the point in the moral of the story mm-hmm. too don't mm-hmm. judge books by their cover because everybody's got something to add mm-hmm. everybody's got something to contribute and even the ones that maybe seem like they are closed off, mm. maybe they just need a little bit of love. Maybe um, you know, maybe sometimes people turn around too. Like, I think the people that that we, even we're describing, like the guy that Blake didn't make the appointment with. I bet he's good to some people. Sure. I bet there's some people that appreciate him. I bet there's maybe some the people best
0: grandfather on the planet.
1: Could be. Right. Could be the worst. He could suck, but we I don't no know. We have no idea. Yeah. So I always got to give people the benefit of the doubt too. I don't like to generalize, but stereotypes are true.
0: So my stereotypes have a reason, but
1: a few
0: few of my friends call me Switzerland because it doesn't matter what goes on in a conversation or in some actions. I will try to find a way to say, we don't know their story. We don't know what happened to them today. And my girlfriends don't call me Switzerland in a, in a good way. Sometimes they say, you just got to draw the line here. And It's really hard for me to draw the line on that.
1: So you're no spring chicken, but you're Switzerland. Apparently.
0: Which is a fine country.
1: Yeah, it is. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the generational thing, I think that's going to be a topic of conversation until it's not. Because it won't be after the next generation changes guards. And they're going to have to. So it's the money. It's the inertia. But then it's also just death. It's just people die out. And the overwhelming majority. So there is younger generation that doesn't want to change either. They
0: also retire out.
1: That's true too. (laughs) Retire, but some of them don't.
0: Well, uh, some
1: of them won't be able to sell their business and they're gonna keep running it till the wheels fall off.
0: Dead at the dead at the desk. But I tell you and you and I talked briefly about this. There was an interesting thing in the water ski industry and that competitive water skiing, what's called three event skiers. So it's jump, trick, slalom. And we had some people in that that were well into their 40s and still owning the podium. I mean, these guys, but these were innovators on equipment. They were innovators on the boat. They were innovators on the fins on the boat. They were innovators on everything. And But then there were also people in the industry who were younger and weren't cycling out. They they stayed at the party just an hour too late. <laughs> and they did not make space for some of the, the next people coming up. So you got to find that fine line is are you still bringing people along for the ride and is the ride a good one? Or are you taking up space in the boat? Yeah. Right? The so, boat or the, it- or the
1: party or the party boat. So when we talk about the tech and the changes, mm-hmm. early on in these in the careers of the people that won't change, they did see change and maybe they did embrace it. And maybe there were things that they could change. And maybe the things that are happening now never existed for the many years that they've been doing this. They could be doing this for 40, 50 years. And now we can do things that we couldn't do ever. We couldn't do... RPAs?
0: 10 like, years RPAs ago. RPAs have
1: been around for a little while. I, I will say that. But to be off the shelf, Microsoft has a product that you can just use to basically do things repetitively that a human does. That didn't really exist. No. And Zaps, like, that was the first... Inter- I mean, it's not even RPA, but it's a, a totally different animal. That kind of stuff didn't exist like you had software that came out of the box literally a box yes and that was a change when you went from disc drives to then cds to then dvds to then flash drives to now the (laughs) cloud like (laughs) where are we right now like our heads are in the clouds but our feet still have to be on the ground too and we have to understand that people have been through a lot of change they're tired Mm -hmm. so we have to stop being so hard on them too I think
0: oh I am immersed in this stuff yeah I love this stuff and I still wake up some days and say well two things am I becoming irrelevant so I try to make sure that I am still loving what I'm doing and I'm not irrelevant that's a strong word that's not really what I meant but I am exhausted and I work with app partners so I work with tech partners and some days I wake up and I say oh Look at this tech that I'm not working with and what it's doing. What's what's it like to be a tech partner where every day somebody is over-teching you? Is that the right word? <laughs> it's exhausting. Like it. You just got to put your head down and do what you do well and really hope for the best, right? There's always somebody who's going to be more innovative, better, faster, smarter, and for, in my case, taller.
1: I don't think I'm going to be over-teching anybody anytime soon. I have been leaning away from tech. I've been writing more. Mm. I don't really use my iPad anymore. I use a notebook. Mm. So everybody's using their iPad, and it's something I have many of. I have three iPads at my house that I use. I used to use. I don't use any of them anymore. I mean, I travel with it just to kind of watch the Netflix and stuff. But I've I turned off my notifications. Oh, I you should been... always turn off your
0: notifications. Any anybody listening, if you don't get anything else of this podcast, turn off your notifications. Go get the work when you need it.
1: I'm literally like, I have to look at my messages just to see who texted me. Mm-hmm. If yep. I don't look at it for an hour, then I don't know that I got a text and I don't have to context shift. I don't have to context shift my life right. to anything else. You know, it used to be.
0: <laughs> you know, we're going on a whole other topic here. Yeah, I know I That know. is I, such I, a I'm... great topic. But if we could just say, if you don't do anything else, turn off your notifications.
1: Yeah. Well, go let's get, just, go let, get yeah. the
0: things you need to get. Don't have them shipped to you.
1: I guess the only point I was trying to make was, I am. A, I feel like I'm changing in a lot of ways because I'm getting away from tech, mm. and that's. There's something to be said for that too. I never really articulated it like that, or even thought about it like that. But all the changes that I've introduced in my life used to be for tech and to do for make things easier. It got to be too much. There was tech overload. Sure,
0: of course there is.
1: I was drowning in it, you and ha- now I feel so much more. Free. You know, I'm using. I, we're using tech right now. Like, this is pretty amazing that I can do this with multi-channel with a podcast and then press a button and it's horn jazz. You know, horn oh, jazz is fun. You like jazz? So, let me turn the volume up. Let's see what this one is. Oh, this is applause. So, oh. thank you, Kelly. Yeah. Oh, they're giving you a round of applause. They're they're actually. Oh, that's, the exit? Out. Yeah, that's, that's the, the exit. Yeah, that's the exit. Well, this is the. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to learn these. This is this is kind of cool, yeah.
0: Okay, I need the bell.
1: Nice. That was it. That was our, our our exit music, yeah. Okay. So I appreciate you coming on. Well, thanks for having me. Peace out, Kelly. <laughs> Innovate Tech Tuesday. Digital Tech Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember server systems with tech allowances, FinTech vendors with some cloud outfits, but now low coding this computer science for accountants. In fact, I'm remoting in new tools, paperless asynchronous for data analysts, APIs to find all your SaaS apps connected. Cloud computing plugins for your implementation. Automate technology to leverage the meta. Disrupt your desktop, then break it down. We sharing metrics, AI to the GPT to the AI disrupt. Bitcoin, Ethereum, and crypto agents disrupt. Time to tweak your tech team and make some changes disrupt. If my staff quit, I still have automation disrupt. Last episode just went viral. Let's go. It's going to make your head spiral. Scarano, Casey, Sunshine, accounting high show. The lab is ready. It's tech time, yo. Glitch, it's tech time. Disrupt. It's tech time. Disrupt. It's Tech Time at Accounting High It's Tech Time Disrupt It's Tech Time Disrupt It's Tech Time Disrupt It's Tech Time At Accounting High It's Tech Time Disrupt It's Tech Time